stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we talked with Lauren Leverett of Gateway Bank and learned so much about the importance of the bank and the banker relationship. And this week, we're continuing on the critical partners you need in your business as we're hearing from all the experts this month. Today, we have Holly Protolsky of American Family Insurance to give us insight on the often complex topic of business insurance. Holly has been in the insurance space for over 15 years and is an entrepreneur herself, having owned her own training and development firm for several years prior. Welcome, Holly. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me. (laughs) So excited to have you. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is such an important uh, topic. One, because I cannot begin to tell you how many of my clients or prospects that I talk with and work with either don't have business insurance or are underinsured, so they kind of might as well not have it. So from your perspective, will you share why it's so critical to have business insurance? (laughs) I I mean, this question comes up all the time. It's not unusual to have this question asked. So for me, it's all about protecting what matters most. So for most business owners, the business itself is their biggest asset they will ever have. So making sure that's protected as much as possible from loss should be the top of their priorities when it comes to, to getting business coverage and commercial insurance. So my industry, what I love about what I do is my industry can make sure that after a tragedy, we can get you back to whole. That's how we describe it. We want to get you back to whole. So that's important. And especially to my business owners, they want to know they have that comfort there that if something should happen, we can get them back in play and get them making money again. That's the important thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I find so interesting is that it, it's mostly the solopreneurs that and may have been in business for several years and think, well, I don't, I don't need insurance. I'm not that big. And that really has nothing to do with it. Um, but it does depend on on kind of the space that you're in. So what are the maybe types of insurance that business owners should have or what are the must-haves maybe? Right. It's a great question again. And this is the answer that gets a little weird because it really does depend. It depends on the type of business you need coverage for. So specifically, um, It's important to know what the business owner does. For example, is it a service industry? Do they manufacture goods? Are they just consultants? All of those have different needs and different types of items that need to be covered. So for all those different types of businesses, they all have different types of needs. And that's why having a trusted advisor to walk you through as a business owner to find out what's essential and what's not essential. So that's what I do. That's why it's important. So for the most part, there are some coverages that every business should talk about and every business should really have. Um, So for instance, one of them would be like general liability insurance. And I always say to somebody, hey, accidents happen. That's what insurance is there to do. Even at work, 
accidents happen. So making sure you're protected from people who file uh, claims against you for bodily injury or property damage or personal injury expenses that arise out of your business operations, that's vitally important to have. And it's almost the foundation to every piece of insurance we sell to um, business owners. So important. I think that's that's what's beneficial about having that relationship and working with someone like yourself. Because if I'm just going to an insurance broker or, or, or an individual and saying, "Hey, I need I need general liability and E and O," well, I might need other things. Mm-hmm. And that that relationship and asking the questions and digging and understanding what the business is. Um, I think is is the other important piece. You know, there was an article recently that just kind of listed, um, and it really dependent, it looked like on the business, listed uh, the suggested, which is, I think there were 13 of them. So the general liability, as you mentioned, the mm-hmm. professional liability, liability, which I always call E&O still, mm-hmm. um, you know, property, business owner's policy. But interesting, we kind of forget about some other things like commercial auto insurance, you know, my oldest son uh, co-owns a outdoor adventure business. And of course they have vehicles. So, you know, the thought of, gosh, if I've got work vehicles or if someone's using my work uh, vehicles for work, workers comp, the you know DOI, if you've got directors and officers insurance, that's a whole different deal. Um, and with so much online and education services going on, you know, data breach, um, all, all the technology, how does that work? And then, of course, all your traditional stuff, your homeowners, your renters, your life insurance, your auto and your personal auto insurance, um, which, of course, we should all have. But I think we forget about the whole bundle. So, yes, it's business, too. But make sure that you are are really working with someone that under that is going to ask the questions to understand your business and then make the suggestions of, you know, here's really what you what you need for the best coverage and making sure that you're not going to get sued. And folks are sue happy in some cases still on, you know, if you're a consultant, uh, you know, there is there isn't a tangible product often that goes with that. It might be a digital course or or consulting or coaching, you know, and I think those folks feel very comfortable not having coverage because it's just them. Well, there's all kinds of opportunity <laughs> in that space and super important that you have some coverage. Super important. Um, I always like to understand from my perspective and the reason why I go out and get education every year and I have, I have certifications and I have initials after my name and all those really great things that you can have. But if you don't understand A business insurance policy isn't knowing what you get with it. The real cool stuff about insurance is what they take out of the policy after they issue to it, or what we call the exclusions. And for example, when we talked about general liability insurance, an exclusion is we're not going to cover workman's comp. Well, guess how I have to help that client understand Well, the reason it's an exclusion here is because we have a whole separate policy over here that I can go ahead and we could talk about if you have employees or if you have subcontractors working for you. Both are vitally important to a business expanding and growing and all that kind of good stuff. So we we have to keep our eye on the ball on not what you do and what you have, but what's not going to get covered in these policies and where can I fill that gap and put those kind of um, 
nerves and all those worries into a different bucket. And I know they everybody thinks, well, an insurance just wants to sell you all these policies. It isn't necessarily that. We want to make sure you're covered. So when you put your head down at night, you know when you go to sleep, okay, I did my, I did my job today. I didn't have to worry about my insurance job today. So that's kind of the way I approach when it comes to selling. Um, another big coverage, like you did mention, and I'm just going to give it two cents because it is so topical, is that cyber coverage. I mean, we all just recently saw what happened to the pipeline on the East Coast from the company down in Texas. Cyber is not covered anywhere else. It's really important to have our own separate policies for that. And it's relatively new. So that's a coverage that doesn't get talked about very much, but seems to be really topical right now. And and if there's one thing I would urge, if you're going to be a business owner, you're going to have a website you really need to have these conversations about that in particular. Um, and I'll go into one more. I do absolutely adore um, EPLI coverage, which is short for employer Employment Practices Liability. It is excluded on the general liability, but this helps pay for those claims from your workers that their legal rights as employees of a company have been violated. So if somebody who is an employee of yours and they feel like you've terminated terminated them for wrongful termination or there was sexual harassment or there was discrimination happening, that's not going to get picked up by any other coverage that is traditionally sold to, to business owners. We have to find this whole other policy to fill that gap. And those gaps are where you're going to f- you're going to build that trusted advisor relationship with your business owners. So those are a couple of examples that I thought of too. And super important as the business grows. Those are great points because often we get busy when things are going well, we're growing, we're hiring, (laughs) we're expanding, we're expanding our digital footprint. And we kind of forget to come back and revisit uh, Mm -hmm. these important components, which is do I still have the right coverage for what my company now looks like? So absolutely, I agree. And that's that's where that relationship comes in into uh, play for sure. Absolutely. So I imagine maybe you have some horror stories. <laughs> if, if people are listening and thinking, well, I don't really need to spend the money there. I bet you've got a few stories of like the worst situation that a business owner has gotten themselves into by not having coverage or the proper coverage. Yeah, I, I mean, there are those situations out there. And to be honest with you, you could probably Google, which we all do, you know, terrible examples of claims. I, I get it. Um, they're out there. So I don't really look necessarily for those because they are the hardest lessons. I try to bring more topical things to my clients. For example, Um, one big disaster that we were really influential about with American Family was when Joplin, Missouri got leveled by their EF5 tornado that went in. And it took out not only homes, and it took out businesses. And it was so vitally important that we were there and we brought in our catastrophe trucks and we got people set up with money and with um, contractors so we could get that those businesses back up and running very quickly to provide services for that community who was also rebuilding. So it kind of goes hand in hand. Um, 
some of the other kind of examples I've seen is when hotels, their boilers go down in where are your guests going to go shower if there's no hot water because all your boilers are down? It's kind of troublesome. Another example is if you remember a couple of years ago, another big one was um, there was a subcontractor who was on the roof of the Mirage, I believe it was, hotel up in Vegas. And unfortunately, one of their welding welding, uh, materials caught on fire and it caused damage to the top three floors of the, of the Mirage. So it's really important that everybody has the right coverages to make sure those little mistakes don't turn into big tragedies for you and your family who own the business. Yeah, absolutely. I talk about that often that, uh, when my children were younger, I would say, look, we're all going to make mistakes and your job is to make the mistakes that are fixable. And it kind of runs true in business, right? So we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to we're all going to trip a little bit, and you know the, the the whole focus is let's make those that are pretty fixable. So yeah, that so good, uh, so good. And I love that. Not that I love the example of the tornado, but it's such a great reminder that we forget that our businesses are also subject to natural disasters. Uh, and, and of course, this, uh, not that, uh, that there's policy created anyway yet about this, but, uh, you know, the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. who would have thought about that kind of disaster? Mm-hmm. So just, just important to, to have someone to help fill in the gaps, as you said, and really think mm-hmm. about where, where do you need coverage that is likely to be a, a big problem? Yeah. The the one thing that I always think about, though, when it comes to business owners is, yes, I can tell you about all the stuff we need to protect because of the worst day that's going to happen to you someday, maybe in your business. But the fun part about what I get to do is also the latter part of it. I love to ask my business owners, what's your plan? What's your escape hatch? How are you? What's your succession planning for this business? And that's hopeful. That's beautiful. That's something that we can all get be behind. And, you know, I can play an integral part of that great thing that's coming down the line for your business, too. It's not just disaster protection. It's, it's planning and giving you those options that when you're ready to leave your business, what can we do? What can we have in place to help transition you out of that? And I've got the I've got the materials that and the policies to do that too. So that's the fun part of my job. That is the fun part. And mm-hmm. again, I think that's not where people are generally thinking when they think mm-hmm. business insurance. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, from your perspective, what maybe is the criteria that entrepreneurs should be evaluating when choosing an insurance company and, and working with a particular individual? Yeah. And to be honest, it really is about the relationship, the relationship in terms of feeling like you have chosen a partner when it comes to an advisor relationship. And I know you focus so much on that, Sheila, when you talk about it to all your your entrepreneurs, you've got to have trusted partners out there. So that way, um, if you've chosen the right partner um, and you know you need to get hold of somebody because oh it's it's four o'clock on a Friday and you just picked up a job and you need a certificate to get paid from the <laughs> from the general contractor or you know an audit is due on your policy and you just don't understand a question on the audit form, you can pick up a phone and call that trusted advisor and say, "Gosh, I got this one question. Can you help me out?" that's the type of relationship you're looking for when you want to have a a great insurance partner. 
um, when it comes to collaborating in your business. Um, I make sure that you would check and, and see how they are rated when it comes to paying claims to, in particular, the companies you want to buy your insurance products from, because that's the most important thing is, you know, you may never talk to your insurance advisor for a whole year because you're doing your business, you're, you're selling or you're making or you're consulting. Um, but that, that day that you're going to need them, and you got a claim, you want to make sure they have great claims ratings that you're going to get expedited on and that you're going to get your claim paid. So I also look on the claim side of it. How, how are those companies doing in that particular um, aspect too? Because we want to be there on your worst day and make it your best day. So that's how we do it is paying the, paying the claims. Such a great criteria. And, and again, I don't know that we would have necessarily thought about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have an opinion perhaps when it comes to, you know, some behemoth insurance company, you know, often focus the majority or all of their business on business insurance only. Is there an advantage or disadvantage to a company like that? Is, is there an advantage to kind of having most everything under one umbrella or not? Yeah, I, I think there. I think that that's a good question to ask yourself. There are really big insurers out there. We've heard of the AIGs. We've heard of the Travelers Insurance. A lot of people have Travelers, um, but most larger insurance uh, uh, providers they really do like certain types of businesses to write. So they sometimes may target businesses with employees that have over, you know, employees that have over 120 employees. Um, and then there's carriers that like that mid-range of maybe uh, 50 to 100 employees. There's some carriers that really like that small business mom and pop kind of aspect to it. So the behemoths are there f- to cover those type of businesses that need bigger and broader risk protection where other carriers really specialize in some of the other types of risks that are out there. Um, It's not really a one size fits all. As you can tell, insurance is very customized. Mm -hmm. You have to do your research and you have to find a partner like me who can do it for you if you can't do it yourself. So most of the time I have people ask if they should go with a broker or a captive agent. That's kind of what the difference is. A broker will shop your policy every year for you to get you the best rate? Or do you stay with one insurance carrier, what we call a captive, and you bundle everything together so you have a one-stop shop and you have one contact and one person to help you out? That's a personal preference. I like the one-stop shop because I get to build deeper and better relationships with those business owners. So um, it, it really does help. I like it from the billing perspective. I like it from the claims perspective. And to be honest with you, as a business owner, you don't want 12 policies with 12 different carriers. You got to know all those phone numbers. You don't know what the policy numbers are. So you got one point of contact, you know who to call. They've got all your information and data housed at one place. So that's the reason why I believe in captive agents versus kind of the bigger, larger behemoths that are out there. Um, But everybody has to pick what's best for them and how they want to manage it. The last thing I'll say, and it kind of tags into what we were just talking about, the last piece of the puzzle that I, as a captive, provide, and especially in a local market like we do, 
is my job is to go out and make connections that the business owner who's working 16 hours a day can't do themselves. So a lot of my business owners come to me because they know I'm out in my community making relationships with people just like you, Sheila, or Holly, do you know a good accountant? Or Holly, do you know who can do um, t-shirts for us because we want to give all of our employees a t-shirt for something? They rely on me to go out and make those relationships happen too. So I can do that because I'm in the market. I'm in a smaller basis. I, I can make that happen. So. And that is perfect. I also, I just have to take on to what you said on, on one-stop shopping. I agree. I, I prefer that. And, you know, you and I were, were I'm so grateful for you because my uh, behemoth that everything else is with <laughs> could not, could not give me what I wanted uh, for business. So, um, and for all kinds of reasons, you know, not everything is with you, but one day, um, <laughs> One day. And so that, you know, that was really frustrating from from that long-term relationship that they couldn't serve my needs Mm -hmm. in yet just another way. Um, So it was, yeah, there's such value in that relationship. And I think one stop uh, to have everything under one umbrella, but then they know so much more about you, your Mm -hmm. business, your needs, your your overall picture, Mm -hmm. and I think can serve your needs so much better. So I I agree. It's usually how it happens. I agree. So where can, uh, you know, listeners are, are all over, so not just in Arizona. So mm-hmm. where can you serve clients? Uh, I kind of know the answer to that. And maybe uh, when is a great time to give you a call in terms of their business? Yeah, both are great questions. So with American Family Insurance, uh, our footprint extends to 19 states within the United States. However, I have access to markets all over the place because the advantage of being a captive agent is we do have a broker brokerage house right in-house and they can help me service clients maybe in different states that may have different needs and stuff like that. So um, it's really kind of convenient that way. So if you're in one of the 19 states, you can have me as an agent or we can answer questions or you could have a local agent. That's all something we can accommodate for you. Um, The easiest way to kind of get hold of us is there's a couple of really cool things that I have. One is if you want to call us directly, I think Sheila, you'll be putting out our contact information, phone number and things like that. That's the, that's of course the easiest way. But they've just given us a really cool tool that if you want to really price out your own insurance needs and play around and see how much things might run from you, I now have a dedicated um, uh, URL that you can go in and quote your own business at. And then it comes to me and I can call you and say, hey, did you think about this? It looks like you missed this coverage. Let's start the conversation here. So sometimes if they're a little bit out of state, they like having their own URL to play around with coverages and then come to me for a consultation afterwards. So we got that. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm in Facebook. Uh, I I mean, I I feel like I'm pretty accessible at this point in time. Yeah, that's a great tool. And, uh, you know, if I, uh, again, some of the folks I work with are thinking about a business, already been in business for a few years, some, some more. When, I know the answer to this too, but When's the time to call about business insurance? (laughs) (laughs) 
right before you start the business, because that's the important part of it. You should be thinking about the cost as you're doing your analysis of building your business plan. So you need to get in touch with me and we can give you some estimations and things like that to help you do that. But that cost analysis as part of your business planning is so essential. So you know how much your insurance is going to be and you can make sure that your revenue is going to carry uh, all that and, and, and we'll help you get that all lifted. The other cool thing is that in particular for our business is I have resources to a ton of articles and tools One example, Sheila, not to go on and brag, but we have what's called a landlord toolkit, and it's completely free for those folks who are self-managing properties and want to build that side of the business. I could send you a whole toolkit on how to do that, that have forms and all these other cool things right embedded in it. I've got articles, but the greatest asset I have is people like you that I can say, you know who we got to call next is we got to call Sheila because now you've got to write your business plan. Now you got to start thinking about the bigger picture. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I love that almost every conversation, uh, particularly with the critical partners conversations, is that numbers, the numbers of the business always come up. <laughs> so. They do. They have to. I don't know a business owner who can't think of that. So uh, making sure we got the right people to, to direct them to is pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, so helpful. Of course, uh, we'll put everything in the show notes uh, Mm -hmm. so that folks have that. In fact, if you have, uh, we'll make sure that link, the URL link is in Mm -hmm. there because that just is a phenomenal tool. I forgot about that tool. That's a, that's a wonderful tool. So we'll make sure that's all included, of course, in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And I just thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, this is such an important topic. It's one that gets missed for a lot of entrepreneurs, particularly the newer entrepreneurs, because it's just not on their radar. And I'm so glad that that we gave them a bit more information and hopefully enlightened them to whether it's give you a call or or look into that and, and not go blindly in their business without the proper coverage for sure. I agree. And here's the great thing about insurance people. They love to talk about insurance. So we love it. We'll talk to you about anything regarding insurance. Nobody talks to us about insurance. We always got to start the conversation and we're so excited about it all the time. So find somebody who's excited, somebody who wants to help. They're there. I promise you we'll, we'll be there to help out. That's awesome. Well, and I have to tell you all that Holly has an amazing sense of humor. She's just an, a wonderful individual, but a super fun person to be around. So, you know, maybe just for that, you should give her a call. So. <laughs> I, I, I will I will promise I'll have a joke ready for them. A very, very reg, neat, good joke. I promise. So. <laughs> wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for joining us. And thank we'll you. look forward to maybe hearing a little more from you later this year. I love it. Anytime. Thank you so much for thinking of us and thinking about insurance. Perfect. Thanks so much. Just as a reminder, all the information for Holly will be in the show notes, along with that nifty tool that she mentioned. And of course, resources are always in the show notes for you as well. Thank you for joining us. I'm Sheila T. And until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.